Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Mike Spring. Now, Mike, you're telling me we're going to talk about marking papers today? I don't like grades. You <laughs> yes. know, I mean, that's, that, you know, I'm not into that stuff, you know? I mean, you know, A was like a foreign letter to me in high school, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was along those same lines myself. But no, what I'm referring to today is techniques for marking up your copy. Ah, now I got you. Yeah, that and this, this actually came about because I was working on producing an audio book um, just recently, a couple days ago, actually, with a former student of ours. And um, the material was very challenging. It was a script. It was a book that was written, uh, I believe, in like 1898, right wow. around the turn of the century. Yeah. And um, it had been updated slightly for a modern audience. But what, what happened was the book was filled with these long, long sentences, mm. and most of them had no commas. Um, so, so the guy I was working with was reading these lines, and he was sort of struggling a little bit. And this is a voice actor I've worked with many times before. He's very talented, and um, you know he does a solid job every time. And he was really struggling. And I couldn't quite figure out why. I knew the language was challenging, but it took me a while to kind of hone in on the fact that what was happening was he was trying to decipher the lines as he was reading them out loud. Which makes sense. That's how we usually do it. Right. The problem is when the lines become too complicated to figure out where the sentence is breaking up, mm. you lose track of it. Sure. And so that led to stumbling and, and you know, just delivery that, that wasn't, you know, as accurate as it needed to be. So after a couple hours of working our way through that, it finally dawned on me and I grabbed a script and I said, let me try something. I took a pencil. And I took all those long sentences and I put just little slash marks wherever there was a phrase or a beat or a pause or a comma should go. Anything I could break up a sentence with, I did. And I handed him the script back and I said, let's try it now. And don't you know, it was a completely different recording session from that point wow. on. Yeah, we he really just nailed it. Because then his brain could just focus on delivering the copy, not on trying to figure out what you're trying to say. That's a really difficult skill to do while you're trying to read out loud and, and deliver performance at sure. the same time. Sure. So it is very important, obviously, as illustrated here, to mark up your copy, especially on longer pieces. You can add commas, dashes, uh, slashes like Mike did, whatever works for you. I use slashes a lot because I, uh, when I started in this crazy business, was doing news. And I actually would um, use the AP you know, style book slashing and the commas and you know, stuff that they suggested. And that's kind of held over over the years. So whatever works for for you, make sure that if the, again, sentence is a long one, you find that place where you have to stop and breathe. And of course, it makes the copy make more sense when it when you're reading it out loud. Now, you may not have to do this for shorter pieces. If you're doing, you know, 30 or 60 second commercial, you might not need uh, as, as many slashes and commas and such because usually you're dealing with shorter sentences and a shorter piece overall. But that doesn't mean that you can't or that you shouldn't do that. Do what you have to do to the copy to make it make sense for you. Exactly. Now, another important thing that we like to talk about is what we call reset points. And a reset point is simply a, a, a mark of some sort to remind you to do a certain thing. And what I mean by that is like, usually a reset point can come at the start of a new paragraph or maybe at the end of a paragraph. What it does is it reminds you to do something like slow down or <laughs> or keep your volume intact. Boy, do I need that, the slow down part. Absolutely. <laughs> right, well, a lot of people do. It's very common. And again, I was working on, here I am producing audiobooks. Let me uh, toot my own horn. Um, I was working on producing an audiobook a couple of weeks ago and um, my narrator, who again, a very talented guy, but he'd start off each paragraph and say, you know, blah, 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 blah. And by the end of the paragraph, he'd sound like this. 
And that's the end of the sentence. And so then the next paragraph comes and he's like, blah, 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 here's the start. And it was like, it was kind of jarring almost, mm. you know? So I, I sort of was using these reset points to remind him, hey, you know, about halfway through the paragraph, put a, a reset point to remind you to keep your volume up that you can't trail off just because you're getting to the end of a paragraph. So it can be for anything, but they're really good for helping you. And again, it could be any, anything you want. It could be a smiley face, it could be a check mark, you know, it could be a drawing of Katy Perry, whatever. <laughs> Whatever works for you. All right. That might be distracting for some people. But, it would know. be for me, I think. Yes, me as well. If you have a few minutes before the session, make notes on your copy. If you've got the script ahead of time, which sometimes you do, a lot of times you don't, but a lot of times with a, a full script when you're doing a, a narrative of some sort or obviously an audio book, you do get the script ahead of time. You should definitely go through and, and see what you can do to mark it up. I went down to the city, uh, New York City, a couple of weeks back and did a, uh, a piece for uh, PBS down there, and they sent me the the script ahead of time, and I was able to, on the train on the way down, go through and watch for those trouble spots and watch where I perhaps needed a comma or you know whatever. So looking through it in a case like that is not a bad thing. But of course, be ready because you may have to change it at the producer's direction. That's the whole idea. It's one of the reasons why we actually usually don't get copy ahead of time is you know you don't want to practice so much that when the producer does try to direct you, they can't because you've got in your head the way you think it should be done. So it is a, a give and take sort of thing. And of course, the most important part here is use a pencil. I can't tell you how many times early in my career I'd have a pen with me and I'd cross out something and about five minutes later they say, oh, let's go back and put that back in. Oh boy, now what do I do? You know, so keep a pencil and, and eraser handy. And this is just an example I want to share that isn't necessarily directly tied to voiceovers, but I think it kind of ties into what we're talking about today. I recently picked up the um, To Kill a Mockingbird, mm. uh, 50th anniversary, Blu-ray, all this stuff. It came with like a nice hardcover book and all this. But one of the things that was really cool was they reproduced in the book a couple of pages of Gregory Peck's script. And I'll tell you what, you could barely see the typewritten word (laughs) for all the notes that he had on the page. And I'm talking pages where the dialogue was things like, Scout, eat your dinner. You know, and, and he had just like, I mean, tons and tons of notes in the margin on every single thing. And there's a couple pages, and it was like that on every single page. I mean, that's mm, amazing. That so, really so even somebody as great of an actor as Gregory Peck takes these roles and just really breaks them down. Now, now I'm not saying you need to do that. Don't go that far overboard necessarily for, sure. for a voiceover script. Unless but, you're going for an Oscar. Right. Well, which of course it, it did work for him. So, I mean, I guess there's something to be said for it. But, you know, you don't have to go crazy. I just, it's just a good analogy to make, I think, is that even people who have that much talent innately still really take apart a script and, and do whatever works best for you to deliver your best performance. Of course, this is all up to you. As Mike and I have both said, uh, come up with your own markings, whatever works for you and is comfortable for you. Uh, somebody told us a story once, I think at one of our marketing expos a couple of years ago, about making sure on the audition that he did that he didn't leave his script behind for the next person doing the audition because he'd marked it up so well. Well, and he certainly didn't want somebody taking you know his markings and and interpreting you know what he thought was the best way to do this copy. So that's how important the markings can be. Make them your own. Maybe not everybody knows exactly what you've put there, but they'll help you as you go through and read the script the way you think it should be done. Now, see, I take the opposite approach. Actually, I um I leave my script on purpose because my handwriting is so atrocious that I figure <laughs> they'll be trying to decipher what I wrote and it'll just send them into completely crazy directions. There be you like, go. Why does it say read this like a chick? 
chicken. All right. (laughs) I guess that's what I'll try. Sounds good. Well, could this be the week that you finally get serious about voice acting? We've got the place for you to start. Voice Coaches travels the U.S. and Canada year-round, offering our class called Getting Paid to Talk at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs. It's an enlightening adult education class that will seriously introduce you to voice acting, and we could be in your hometown soon. That's right. The week of May 14th, look for us in Phoenix, Arizona, Houston and Austin, Texas, and Ashland, Somerset, and Maysville, Kentucky. We'll also be in Syracuse, Rochester, Great Neck, and Albany, New York, Danbury, Connecticut, and Marlton, New Jersey, near Cherry Hill there. To find out exactly when and where we're going to be near you in the coming weeks, just call us at 866-887-2834. Or you can send us an email at podcast at voicecoaches.com. That's also the address for any comments, questions, or topic suggestions you might have for our podcast. And you can also send along which one of us, Warren or I, you think sounds more like Gregory Peck. And I'll give you a hint. It's me. (laughs) Okay. But I mark up my script more like he does. This is true. This is true. Hey, we're going to come back again next week and have some fun. We hope you'll join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. I took the mute button off already. Thank you. So I was just saying, I sound a little low and I look a little low. Well, it's because it's raining out. (laughs) I'm feeling a little low today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was was right around this Blah, blah, blah Hello and welcome to Voice Coaches Radio If you ever do anything solo, you could be Mike on Mike Wow M-I-K-E on M-I-C Yeah, I I, I get it Yeah I get it, thanks Seeing as how the VP is such a VIP, I shouldn't put the PC on the QT Otherwise my leak to the VC will all be put on KP That's how it goes (laughs) I haven't even looked at your notes here, let's see Yes, well you're the W's Okay And I'm the M's. Oh, I got it now. How clever that is. Stands for man and woman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Or you can send an email to podcast at voicecoaches.com. That's also the address you... That's also the address you can use for any comments, questions, or topic topic suggestions. Yeah, I'll just do that whole thing again. Or you can send us an email at podcast at voicecoaches.com. That's also the address for, boy, it's like the last line of the podcast, <laughs> yeah, and I can't spit it out. It happens every time. Uh-huh. <laughs>